Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. Okay, and we should be streaming live. Happy Wednesday, everyone. We want to welcome you to this next week of our Mortgage Video Mastermind. My name is Ginger Bell. We have our usual hosts with us today. We're missing a couple, but Jason is here. Jason, thanks for joining, and Carl. Yep. And our special guest today, a good friend of mine, Laura Brandeo, who is the president of AFR Wholesale. So, Laura, thanks for hopping on. Always a pleasure. I could never miss an opportunity to be with my friends here. Well, and I think we're across the country. Carl's in Florida, Jason's in Atlanta, I'm in Oregon, and you're in Arizona. So uh, we're representing just about every time zone here. So Laura, I absolutely love your story on how you really got started with video. And so I think for our audience, that's just a great place to start off because so many people are saying, should I do video? How do I get started with video? Does it make a difference in my life? So if you can just kind of quickly share with our audience how you got started doing video and the impact it's had for you. Wow. Well, absolutely. So my story, and, and it's funny, Jason, thank you for reminding me of a piece of this story that I'm going to share. So my story was, is, listen, as I was building my company, no one in the industry knew who I was because I was head down, focused on building my company. So I just, you know, focused in on that. But then I went to a conference. I went to the AIM conference and that conference kind of put me in front of people. And during that time, they were very, very into walking around with cell phones and cameras and video and very into that. And so at that moment, all of a sudden, I was placed out onto social media. And as I saw myself being placed out there, I said, wait a minute, there has to be more that I can do with this as long as I push myself out of my comfort zone. Right. And I'll never forget the very first time someone asked me to do a Facebook Live. Well, that story, <laughs> that story was... Me and Christine Beckwith, my good friend, said to me, Laura, all right, we have to get out of our comfort zone. We have to get out there and we have to be able to, to go live on a topic. And I'm like, well, what's our topic? What are we speaking about? She's like, I don't know. She's like, we'll just go live and we'll figure it out. So here I am in my office at AFR and Christine's like, I'm like, Christine, you know how to do this, right? Of course I know how to do this. We got this. And she hits record somehow it does not connect me. So she's live all by herself. She all you hear her say is, Laura, I can't hear you. Laura, are you there? <laughs> it literally was like two minutes of pain of Christine just being out there all by herself. Now, the moral of that story is as comfortable as all of us look doing this on a normal course of business now, that's not where we started. We all have those stories of being uncomfortable right. and maybe not having everything all coordinated. 
But beyond that, you learn and you get better. And you ask people, hey, how do you do this? And how do I grow here? And based on that moment, I decided to hold myself accountable. That if I was going to get into video, I had to do something that was going to force me to consistently do it. And I came up with Motivational Mondays. And two years ago, I just decided on a weekend, let me have my husband hold my phone and make a video. And I made it so I had to post it on a Monday. I could never miss, no matter COVID, no matter snowstorms, no matter what the weather was in New Jersey when I'm back east, it didn't matter. There was going to be a video. And by holding myself accountable to tying it to a day, it forced me to get over my fear of doing videos. Right. And that accountability, I think, is so important. So I love the fact that you picked a day, you tied the name to it. So it's Motivational Monday. And then you record those videos ahead of time, too. So it's not something that you say, oh, my gosh, it's Monday. My hair's not done. My makeup's not done. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm super swamped. You can actually record it ahead of time. And you can probably record a few of them ahead of time too, right? I do that when I'm about to go east again. Right. So like you'll see in March, like usually when March comes, I'll record maybe like a whole month worth. Right. So even though I'm back east, you're still seeing palm trees and you're still seeing beautiful <laughs> weather, even though I may be in the middle of a snowstorm. Right, right. Yeah, well, I think that's important. So Coming up with the topics then. So you had Motivational Monday, which is good. It's broad, right? Yeah. Um, how did you come up with what you were going to say? Did you have a list of topics? Did you just use whatever moved you? So what I do is it's usually based on something that occurred that week. Okay. So whether it was a conversation with a partner, a conversation with a team member, something that maybe I saw something on someone else's social media and it kind of spurred me. Maybe I was reading a book. Maybe I attended a webinar or a conference. So I kind of pay attention to things that are going on around me. And when something touches me, like, like actually this week's, this week's, I was writing a presentation about being able to adapt and being ready to pivot for a new cycle in the mortgage business. Right. Well, while I was writing that, I was like, you know what? This is a great topic for Motivational Monday to speak about our ability to adapt and change because that's what's going on in our market right now. So I kind of take things that I'm working on and apply it. And then most of the time I'm filming them on a Friday night or during the weekend. Perfect. Well, and I know, Carl, that you, know, you talk about this all the time is finding out what other people are talking about and being able to leverage off of that. And I have to make a side note because, Carl, I noticed you pick up your glass and a cigar in your hand. So are you celebrating something or is it just that kind of day? I see the, the ever so talented Miss Colleen Wood is watching this and she sent me this little <laughs> badass cup. So it holds my favorite favorite beverage and my What's cigar. That? So isn't that cool? So I saw Colleen's on today and she's the one that sent me this. So I had to take a nice. Cigar. <laughs> Colleen says she she's so glad you yeah. like it. Cool, cool so, swag. But we notice it's, it's it's not a lit cigar in the lovely Mrs. White house. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh I, I love what you're doing here, Laura. I did a thing very similar to it for years. 
Uh, and I started off by doing, uh, I called it the Wednesday minute. Yep. And, uh, and same thing every Wednesday. And, and, and by calling it the Wednesday minute, it, it, I, I said, all right, self, I only have to do a minute video. This is not five minutes. It's not, it's not the Wednesday 10 minute. It's, <laughs> it's the Wednesday minute. And I love the idea uh, that, see, I thought about it the Wednesday minute, so they know to expect it every Wednesday, but I like the way that you frame it better. What I didn't realize, but it certainly had that, that effect, I had to do it every Wednesday. You did. And uh, I never really thought of it that way, but it was kind of a, a way of holding myself accountable, even though I didn't even know it. Uh, so I like the way you frame that, that you're holding yourself accountable, that you got to send this thing out every Monday. And in your case, the motivational Monday or Monday motivational. Yeah. And uh, I, I think doing those, and, and man, that was wildly successful. And all I did was I went and bought uh, Gary Keller's book, uh, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Yeah. And I just opened up the book. And I'd, I'd read like one page of something that he said to do. And I just reframe it in my own words. And that would be my Wednesday minutes. I didn't come up with the idea. Thanks to Gary. You know, there was hundreds of ideas in his book. And, um, and, and that was very, very, very successful for me. I had, I had a lot of referrals coming in from real estate agents. I never met. They were in all areas. At the time, I was only licensed in the state of Florida. I'm here in the Tampa Bay area. And I got a list of all the uh, uh, producing agents in the state of Florida and started to send this thing out to them and posted it on social media. And I had real estate agents from Jacksonville to Miami to Fort Lauderdale to like, like Panama City, all over the state sending me referrals just because of this silly little Wednesday minute video, which cost like literally nothing to do that I, I filmed right on my phone. But you know what's so, what you really want to think about, Carl, and that's why I like to use the word that it holds me accountable, right, is that people are watching everything, right? Everyone's always watching, right? Whether it's people doing business with us, whether it's a personal relationship, whether it's our children, our spouse, people are always scanning, right, and watching. So when you think about it, when you are consistent in what you do and producing something and being there, you are showing what type of person you are you can count on me yes you You can count on me me. Mm -hmm. that is the kind of person i want to do business with Mm -hmm. that's the kind of person i want to be in a business relationship or a personal relationship with. i'm going to follow up on your lead that's right Mm -hmm. i'm going to take care of that family i'm going to take care of you in business Mm -hmm. so what people don't realize is they get so caught up in what's the content but look at that example you just gave you took someone else's book, which was great. That's a fabulous idea. And there's so much content out everywhere, right? You didn't stress over it. You didn't say, oh my goodness, this isn't perfect. I have to spend the next day researching this. But yet by being consistent, putting yourself out there, you raised your authority level and you showed others that you're accountable and then you're going to be the best for them. Yeah, and handsome. And <laughs> well, it's so important in everything that we do is to, first of all, have a plan, hold yourselves accountable, find an easy way to be able to create it and shoot it on your thousand dollar camera, which is your phone. And it's yeah. simple to do that. Now, Laura, you talk about having your husband shoot that video. And I know, Carl, you talk about that as well, that you have someone my husband. That. <laughs> Your husband too. Yeah. Okay. Or his husband. <laughs> but if somebody doesn't have 
um, someone to shoot that and, and or maybe they don't feel comfortable, you know, just having it to where you set it up and you just have just a, a holder, a tripod, tripod and you put your phone on that. You know what? The best tripod I've ever had, I think they're like $19. Uh, you can get on Amazon. They're called Gorilla, Gorilla Pods. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the Gorilla Pod is this, like it, 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 it it's, I don't know, it's like a, I don't even know. bendy. Yeah. yeah, it's a bendy thing. It's like a yeah. goose stick kind of thing yeah. where it'll, it'll wrap around. I used to wrap mine around like a doorknob. Oh. And so it'll, it'll wrap around virtually anything. And uh, and then the other thing that I, I before I got the Gorilla Pod, I literally had some uh, duct tape and I would... <laughs> I would uh, I would duct tape my phone to uh, like a if I was outside to a tree, and uh, I'm from the south. What can I say, right? So uh, it goes along with the redneck teleprompter. Yeah, it goes around yeah. with the redneck teleprompter. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I literally I, I'd use duct tape and just tape it to a tree or tape it to a door or uh, yeah, don't don't tape it to an inside wall. I'm, it, it doesn't it doesn't work out so well when it comes time to take it off. But uh, yeah, just something nice and simple. But you know what? I kind of liked it when I had somebody, like in my case, either Lauren or my wife sometimes holds it or like a buddy, you know, holds mm -hmm. it. Because then what I do is when they hold it, I have them hold it up. I tell them, hold it up close to your eyes. And so like Ginger, if you were, if you were holding it, I tell you to hold it up kind of so you're peeking over it. And then I'm looking at, I'm not looking at the camera because I got real right. nervous that way. I, I look in my buddy Ginger's eyes, right? Because that's how I normally talk to Ginger. Yep. And that's how I would learn to, 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 to feel natural like I'm not talking to a camera because I'm not, I'm talking to my buddy Ginger yeah. and, or, or I'm talking to my wife or I'm talking to my buddy across the street or, or whoever that is that's holding the camera, you know, at their eye level. And I know that sounds weird, but I, I'm telling you that it, 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 it calmed well, me good. down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It relaxed me. Yeah. Well, it's having that connection. Um, and it's kind of like when you're doing video, if you don't have that, you feel like you don't have that personal connection. Whereas if you meet someone in person, you know, you're going to engage with them. You're going to have eye contact with them. It's going to bring that energy level up. And that's probably one of the hardest things with video is because you're not actually having that interaction. So creating that to where that is actually there is important. So being able to have someone behind the camera definitely helps a lot. You so know, Laura, where did, where did you come up with all your ideas on your Monday Motivational? Where'd you, where'd you come up with the ideas? Yeah, it's, it's literally just taking from anything that happens during the week. That really is all it is. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I love people. I honestly, Carl, I love meeting people. I love speaking to people. I learn, I love listening to people. So I will just take anything that other people are saying and apply it. Maybe it could be, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. So two weeks ago, I held a webinar on a woman that was speaking about how 90% of our day is reliving our past. Only 10% of our day is new information. Hmm. So think about that. So 90% of what we're doing, we're like, well, I've done this already. So I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing. I'm just kind of repeating the same thing because I've done it before. I've driven to the store this way. I've done this client call this way. I've done this Zoom call this way. I'm used to this. So your brain is not triggering anything new. But 10% of your day, your brain actually has to stop 
and think about what do I do next? What might occur? How do I handle this? That's where the magic happens in that 10%. And to be quite honest, our goal in a day is to be to extend the 10% into more percentage of our day because that's when our brain is firing at the maximum and we can actually exceed what we normally do in a day. Like drive a different way to, to, to correct. The change your correct. Go a different way. Or shoot you with your left hand instead yes. of your right hand. Hmm. That's correct. I've that before, yeah. That is that's cool. correct. I'll talk so to Mrs. White about this uh, idea. I like this. this is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that's just an example. Of I, I know what you're saying. I, I think it's like like once you become in tune to things, you you, you like more things come to mind. Once you start exercising that muscle. It's like it comes to you much, 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 much easier. I know, like, uh, I'll, I'll see a billboard. I go, oh, man, that'd make a great little video. And I'll get out my little recorder on my phone. And, and that never would have happened until I started doing videos. And I started keeping my eye out. My suspicion is it works the same, like, with, you know, songwriters. That, yeah. that, that you and I see something, and we might think of a video. Or, uh, and they see something and go, oh, that'd be a great song. That'd be a great song. So Absolutely. Well, well, it's, it's interesting. Up. I was on a marketing meeting this morning and I was telling them a story that, of something that occurred at a conference I was at last week. And they said, wait a minute, that's a great blog post. Mm. Like we could take exactly what you just said and turn that into a what if blog post. Mm. And I'm like, exactly. So to your point, whether it's video, whether it's blogging, whether it's writing, whether it's song, whatever expression, art, it's our creativity. And mm -hmm. again, when we challenge our brains to go more than the 10%, more creativity opens up. Yeah. I'll tell you another place I've gotten a lot of my ideas, I think I've mentioned it before, is I go, like, like if I'm sending it out to real estate agents, just say, I go to the, you know, one of the real estate agent Facebook group pages and uh, man, they get the question and the answer. It's like ideal. You know, somebody will go in there and say, hey, what do you do about this situation? Or have y'all noticed this? Or what do you do with this? And then I'll look to see an answer that comes up again and again and again. I go, that must be the right answer. And, uh, and, and I'll do a little video. Hey, have you ever wondered about insert in thing they asked? Well, one thing that I've noticed is insert in their answer, mm -hmm. you know, that they put on it. So, and I look for like whatever, whatever question or our subject on that group page that got the most interaction, that must be what they're interested in. And that'll be my topic of the week. So I didn't have to come up with a question and I didn't have to come up with the answer. Well, I'm looking to different ideas for books, like what you did, Carl, with yours. And Laura actually has a great book that's Say Yes Every Day. And so just taking ideas from that, Laura, would be something Correct. to be able to do as well. What and, and what I want to think about and that the whole idea combining the video with the blog and, you know, with your book as well, what have you done to be able to expand beyond video and to get into other things like the book and like being able to get into speaking? Because that's what a video has done for you a lot as well. It has. So, yes, video was the start, right? So video was the start because it allowed people to. I'll, I'll use the word feel my energy, 
like they kind of, they can immediately feel my energy and my passion for what I do with this industry and how much I love the people and love what we do. And listen, you know, we've been doing this a very long time and how I've watched our industry morph into where we are today. It makes me beam in happiness because our industry was very stale and very boring and very constricted years ago. And when that same time around that 2018 period of time, all of a sudden there was like a light that shot out and it was because of social media and because of video where you didn't have to just have this, um, this very, I'll use that word stale again. You didn't have to have that anymore. Now there was life in our industry because you could put your personality into it. You could put your own perspective into it. So when I saw that and I'm like, this industry that I love and has been so gracious to me and my family and everything else for all this time, I now can show my excitement. And I can share that. And I decided that every day is a gift. Every single day of our lives is a gift. And I will not stop sharing my story, sharing my perspective, sharing my joy and passion for this industry in every different avenue that I can, because I want to encourage others to continue to do the same. Every voice needs to be heard. Every message needs to be communicated because we have so much to give to the families and partners that we work with. Yeah, I love that. And video makes that connection. I'll give you an example. So Laura and I have been on through, especially through COVID, tons of you know webinars together, Zoom calls. Um, we wrote a book together. Um, and we've done videos together, I had never met in person until July last year in San Diego. And, you know, I, and you were walking down the street and I saw you, <laughs> you're talking on the phone, I'm chasing you down, Laura, Laura. But it was if we knew each other forever and we had never physically met face to face. Yep. But we never felt that way because we had the opportunity, me watching you on video, us being able to, you know, do videos like this together. And because your energy came through on that, that it was just this immediate kindred spirit. And I, and I, I knew who you were from seeing you so I could chase you down and stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> but we had that. That's what video does. And I think that's it is. people, if they're afraid of getting into video, it stops them from doing that. Now, we started off um, when you and I were chatting before the call. You said you had a story you wanted to share. Yes. Um, someone who had talked to you just the other day about doing video. So it, it um, was literally an hour ago. Okay. It was literally <laughs> an hour ago. I was having a conversation with a client and I was asking her about 22. What are you working on? What are your goals? Where are you going? You know, that type of thing. And she's like, Laura, I have to start doing video. And I said, what's holding you back? And she said, I, I just, I just have to do it. I just don't know how to start, right? I just feel like, you know, everything has to be perfect before I do it. And I said, when you go into anything thinking it has to be perfect, you will never execute right. because it will never, ever be perfect. 
So we spoke about how to start. And it made me realize once again that it seems so overwhelming. It seems so scary when you first start. And that's why I decided to do the Monday and Carl decided to do the Wednesday. Because when you put yourself out there to hold yourself accountable to that specific day or time or whatever way you do it, I think it gets us outside of our minds to where we don't look for that perfection. But for anyone that's watching this, you've got this because you are the only you out there. Don't look at what other people are doing. It doesn't matter in terms of comparison. You can look at what they're doing to get content, but don't compare yourself to anyone out there because you will do it your way and your way will be beautiful. Yeah. And do it in spite of the fear. And, you know, Jason, you and I have had this conversation several times, um, specifically about public speaking, because, you know, for many people, um, when they start out public speaking, they have that fear, right? And so you do it in spite of the fear. And I think that's something for you specifically um, that you have been able to do. And now, I mean, you do public speaking all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, it, and like a lot of people know, because maybe a lot of people didn't know before, but I started sharing it just to try to, for video and other things, is that I'm an extreme introvert, right? So like doing the stuff at like events and going up, shaking, shaking hands, kissing babies, that type of stuff is not a comfort, it's not comfortable for me. Uh, I'd prefer to not do that, right? And when I decided a long time ago to get into the game to do this, and mostly I did it because at my mortgage company at the time, nobody wanted to do that nobody you know so i was trying to grow this company and no one was willing to be out front to speak at events to do that because that's just not what they did and so i i decided that you know my passion and my drive to to do that outweighed my fear of public speaking because i hate it right like it just nervous heart pounding that type of stuff i'm just not comfortable now i think my success that i've had in doing it is because I am uncomfortable doing it. And so I don't come off as a polished speaker. I don't come off as salesy or, or inauthentic because it is a challenge for me. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to just do what I do. Uh, and it's it's paid off for me to, to be that way. And so, uh, you know, what I tell everyone is like, like, you know, that are afraid to do video, I'm like, if the most, the most successful people I see are the ones that have been the most uncomfortable doing it because it comes off authentic. It doesn't come off as salesy, it comes off original. Right. And, and even, you know, even when it comes to that, like, you know, I, I still wanted to be good at it. And so I, I, I spent resources and time and money to go to a, a speaker's conference to, to learn how, uh, you know, to be a better public speaker, to learn how to not have to, to rely on a slide deck or when things go wrong, which they will always go wrong in some form or fashion on how to do that and how to overcome it so that I, I could do it. But it, I, you know, at the end of the day, it ha there has to be something that gets you over that. And it's, it, you know, it's different for me as it's different for Carl, different for you and Laura. Um, you just have to find that one thing, but, you know, but you have to, you have to do it, right? Like you have to do it. I think, you know, we, we joke around about this, about, you know, now this is like the fifth year of the year of, of this being the year for video. Um, it's time, right? <laughs> it, it really is time. And I think, I, or at least I hope, and I, and I do see it with some of the people that are in this group, is that I hope that this and listening to people, um, especially stories of when they didn't do that or failures and look, I fail if 
I, I'm glad that some of them aren't back there, but if you go back and find some of my old like YouTube videos and Facebook from like 2015, 2016, <laughs> even going back before, like they're pretty bad. I look at it and I'm like, oh man, like, how, and then I, I remember at the time thinking, oh, I did it, this is good. And then I look at it now and I'm like, oh my God, somebody, like, why didn't somebody stop me from making that video? So like, it's, it, 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 you're always gonna look back and judge yourself to where you're all today, but you gotta take the risk. I have not seen one person yet that has taken the leap to be on video, to get out of their comfort zone for doing something like this and has regretted it. I have not met a single, per and that's for me, and I, and I don't know about, I don't know if you have ever met anybody, but I've not met a single person that has taken it and do that. But I, on the flip side, I've met everyone that I have, every single one of them has said it's helped their business for the better. Well, and that, that leads to the next um, discussion I want to have. And we only have a couple minutes, but just really that longevity because doing, you know, the motivational Monday, the, you know, mortgage Wednesday um, and having that consistency, you know, we're almost to the end of January. And, uh, you know, I do calls with my clients. They're like, oh, I think I'm not going to do video anymore. And it's like, why are you quitting now? You're just getting started. This is the long game, right? So how long should somebody do video? I think they should always do video. I don't think there's an expiration date on it. Right. And again, for me, I think a lot of, if I'm watching someone, and again, remember, the clients are watching you, your referral partners are watching you, other people are watching you. When you give up on video, that's who you are. Yeah. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Yeah, I know. I know. I did my first one in two thousand and two. Wow. Uh, which was yeah, it was it was cutting edge back then. Uh, there was a, a service um, instant video generator uh, was the very first uh, service that allowed you to shoot a little video, put it on the web, and it was a little one inch square <laughs> box. It was like literally, it was one inch square box. Um, and I, I've never stopped. I think I've done at least one video a week, at least one a week, literally, other for than being 20, for 20 years, for, for 20, 20 years. years. Yeah, literally for 20 years. And, and but you know, I, it, it took a while to get, for it to get traction. And, and I kind of equate it to like, um, a couple of years back, they were building a hotel over here on uh, Clearwater. I live just down the road from Clearwater Beach. And they were building this hotel and it seemed like forever that it was just a hole in the ground. You know, you think, well, when are, when are they going to actually start building the hotel? It's just been a bunch of bulldozers in a hole forever. And, and then uh, Tammy and I were riding our motorcycles and we went down there one day and it seemed like overnight, all of a sudden it went from nothing to like 30 floors were built up. And it's getting that foundation seemed like it took like six months and then the rest of the thing went up like in like literally weeks, like it seemed days. And, and I think that's the same thing with our marketing strategies is like, you know, I, 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 I watch interviews of, of people of greatness sometimes like, you know, actors or, or songwriters and musicians and, and they all roll their eyes when they go, yeah, everybody said it was an overnight success. It was a 10 year, <laughs> a 10 year overnight success. Yeah. And, and, and I'd say that's very true that you just got to like a hundred, it works for a hundred, hundred percent of the people that don't quit. Right. So don't quit, keep doing it. And the momentum just builds on itself. So yeah, that's a great point, Ginger. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to close it out, but I do want to, Laura, be able to have you share um, how people can reach you, how they can find you, follow you, um, and then more about your book. So is your book available on Amazon? Of course. Okay. Yes, my book is available on Amazon. I'm with AFR Wholesale, so you can find me there and follow me on social media. So LinkedIn and Facebook are my two biggest ones. And very good point, Carl, because even when I first started, you know, you get your you get your memories on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And when I first started getting my memories of my motivational Mondays, when I first started, there was maybe, you know, a handful of views, right. And a couple of likes, and now it's thousands of people, right. So it goes to show you that if you just, if you give up going, well, no one's watching, no one's doing this. You're never going to get to the point where you're making that impact and the business is coming and everyone is you're recognizable within your market and your community so very good point that there that's why you have to keep going forward yep so important so true laura thank you so much for joining us carl always good to see you jason had to hop off and uh february we'll be doing uh our first call for february next week and february we're going to unpack some tools so we're going to look at some tools to help you with video um frank gray is going to be talking about some tools scott's going to be talking about canva and things like that so uh so look for that and if you want more information about mortgage video mastermind you can go to mortgagevideomastermind.com now go make a video